Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 19, Pace and Truck. We hope you enjoy it. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And this is Rosie, Rosie and, and Jessica's Day, Day of Fun. Hello, Happy New Year. Hello. Welcome back. Yay. Yay. New Year. New, new Year. New, new rules. New you. Oh, what? Oh. At work, my uh, colleague has taken to shouting "New Year, New Rules," and I said that it feels like we're uh, we're advertising our second season on uh, E4. Yeah. It feels like we uh, we all turned right. up and like all the girls arrived. It was like "New Year, New Rules," um, but you know it's not really. It's just we're back at work. There are no rules. There are some rules. There are like codes of practice, but it's not like who's going to get shoved in a locker? Probably no one. There are no lockers. It's an office. Um, so we went to several Christmas parties and things. We did. We hope you all went to lots and had lots of fun. Just generally. Uh, you got festive, had a great time. Um, yeah, I went to two. I organised one Christmas party and then... Well, I sort of helped organise both work parties, but not very much on the second one. Um, just turned up. I helped write a quiz. I ate some of the food. I helped write a quiz. I had the soundtracking i did the music for the meal part and then everyone was like let's put some party music on and i said you didn't specify i had to provide dancing music i only provided christmas music for the meal and then everyone was like your ipod's really bad and i was like okay let's leave um <laughs> yeah that awkward. was good um i went to the theater a lot yeah i've been to a few bits and pieces pieces um i went to see people at the people national who need people no just people oh. by alan bennett it was fine um it was acceptable it was you know enough there, there were some impressive set changes at the very end. Okay. Yeah. Um, I went to see The Magistrate, which had an impressive set throughout, um, which was our Christmas outing, um, which was quite fun, with Jonathan Lithgow from Dead Rock from The Sun. Yep. He's from, from being Jonathan Lithgow. Uh, which John Lithgow is he's often known? Yeah, who am I thinking of? I think I'm thinking of, of Jonathan Litnicky, the little boy who's in Stuart Little. Oh, yeah, or Jonathan Frakes. No. No. Uh, and I also went to see Cabaret this week. Which was meant to have Will Young in it, but he was poorly. And the announcer, he said, in this evening's performance, Mr. Uh, the part of the MC will be played by blah, blah, blah. Uh, Mr. Week was Mr. Will Young is still recovering from illness. He, he says he's very sorry to Mr. Show and wishes you a happy new year. And there was, like, audible booing. Awkward. <laughs> it was like, okay. It's not the only... I mean, he's a major reason we've come to see this show. But the women in front of me were like, I, what? And they had the program, and in it they'd staple the piece of paper that says the part of the MC will will play. And they said, but because it didn't say rather than Will Young, the part of the MC will be played by this man. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't say that he's replacing Will Young. And you think, man, if you look in the program, it says what part Will Young is playing, which is obviously going to be the MC. Yes, that's the one you expect. Anyway, Um, well, they're like usually the announcers are not that you know. Yeah, impressive. Um, so Usually you just get a piece of paper slipped inside the, um, the yeah. program. They had posters on the door, like on the, the entrance to the theatre, on around. The, it was really well. Awesome. They did not do their research. The show was quite good. Good. It was. I'd seen a previous production, and it wasn't as good as the um, awkward one. Oh. Um, uh, so that was uh, part one this week of my uh, of me going out two days running with my friend Tara. First night we did cabaret. Second night we went to the Tate Britain to see the Pre-Raphaelites exhibition. Was it wonderful and lovely and everything you hoped it would be? Uh, yeah, I don't care for Pre-Raphaelites uh, uh, when it's not a woman with big red hair. Okay. Or a man with big red hair in the case of the painting Chatterton. Um, sometimes there would just be like uh, landscapes and nobody's no, nobody's dull. going. Ah, oh, I want to see some Pre-Raphaelite landscapes because that's not. No, it was like there was a hill is... with some sheep. Yeah. Um... Somebody looking out someone, of a window. Preferably someone drowning. Somebody drowning. Uh, tragic death. Someone playing a lute. Yeah. So, but that was good. And then we got the Tate to Tate boat. 
and we went down onto the little pier jetty and it was bobbing around and i got really freaked out and then we got on the boat and uh my friend tara used to be in the navy so she was fine with this whereas, i've forgotten that. yeah i'd forgotten this as well and then i was just freaking out and it's like it's moving no no i said no we, i will get on the boat i will get on i nearly asked her if we could not get on the boat but we got on the boat we got up the river and it was fine but it was really tense and i didn't necessarily enjoy the experience um, and also at that time of night it doesn't actually go to the south bank so it just took us to Blackfriars and then we had to cross the bridge and walk back to the south bank so, so ultimately that was an entirely pointless journey well it, you know I think Tara was amused by my inability to deal with the concept of boats brilliant um, and then we went to Oaxaca for Mexican food Oaxaca Oaxaca um, and it was as good as I remembered it that's a great establishment. Well, that's all right, then. That made up for the boat incident. And also the uh, incident the previous night when we'd queued for an hour to get into a Pizza Express. And they hadn't given us any menus. They just left in the door. They were really bad. This is a, a day of fun, official disapproval of that branch of Pizza Express. Which branch of Pizza Express? The Aldwych. The Aldwych. There you go. You heard but it here the, first. But the Leon, uh, the branch of Leon up at the Strand, much better. They were super good. Okay. So that's my restaurant review. I'm trying to get into restaurant journalism, so, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. What have I done? Well, nothing. This list is mainly nothing. things I've, I've done. I've not written anything that play I've that I saw twice. I went, well, I, I went to, I had Christmas parties, obviously, at work. Yes. Uh, I had one that was like a company Christmas party, mm-hmm. um, which was very nice, all standing around at a posh venue, mm-hmm. bar place. Uh, that was lovely. Uh, and then I had a department meal. I've just remembered the best story about the Christmas party, which I didn't witness. I'd left by this point. Do tell, do tell. But uh, I came in on the first day and I thought, this is nonsense, this never happened. So I work really near the theatre where uh, Billy Elliot is on. Yeah. And we had our Christmas party in a hotel. Electricity. Uh, That's the only bit I know. I don't know any of it. Maggie, Maggie, Maggie. Wood, wood, wood. So we had uh, a room downstairs in the hotel. We had a big room to eat in and a bar area. And uh, at one point towards the end of the evening, uh, about 11.30, which point I'd already left, um, two boys came in, about 11 or 12, uh, because Gangnam Style was on, and they started like break dancing, but then it was quite a long thing, so they started doing like flips and they did ballet and stuff, and everyone reckons they were from Billy Elliot, and then their parents arrived and were like, sorry, they've just come down, and they heard the music and took them away. So we got invaded by these Billy Elliots. It was apparently really surreal. <laughs> Jessica, our New Year's Eve traditions. Well, Rosie doesn't like going out for New Year's Eve. No, I don't. It's not I don't like going out. I don't like New Year's Eve. Yeah, sorry. Let me rephrase that. Rosie doesn't like New Year's Eve. With a passion. Uh, and I was going to work the next morning. I, I'll give or take it. You know, if there's a party, no. I'll go. Don't go. Don't think about if it. Not, I don't mind. I was at work at 10 o'clock the next morning. 11 o'clock, so it was my call day. Um, and uh, so what we do is we we don't go out. We, we have a takeaway and we watch a film, which for reasons I can't quite remember always has to involve Lee Pace. So the first year we wanted to watch The Fall and then the next year uh, we decided we watched some Pushing Daisies yes, we were while we were Scott waiting. Pilgrim. So we watched an episode of Pushing Daisies while we waited for our takeaway to arrive. Obviously, and then we were like, oh, it's, 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 it's got Lee Pace in it. Ha ha ha, we'll have to have a Lee Pace film next year. So this, which was this year, so we watched Miss Pettigrew Lives for a Day. Uh, so maybe Lee Pace could be in more things. Yeah, because next year I think we've got that thing where he's a transvestite. But that's yeah. sad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to watch that on New Year's um, Eve. Yeah. Um, so this year we watched the Manelium episode of Dinner Ladies, because that's did. about New Year's Eve. Uh, but like 12 years ago. Uh, and then we watched 
Miss Pettigrew's for a day. And then you wanted to watch Burlesque. <laughs> and I wanted to watch The Hootenanny and I went out. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a particularly close run competition. I also wanted to watch The Hootenanny. Hootenanny! Hootenanny. So we did that. And that curry was grand. It mm. was good, wasn't and it? And I had it for lunch the next day as well. I, yeah, I had it for dinner the, the following day. Yeah. And then everyone else is out and they have to be on public transport, although it is running till five and it's free, so it's quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but we had a great time. Brilliant. Um, and we, we did, the only concession we had to make was usually we would, we would eat our takeaway whilst watching the film, but we just had loads of decorating done, so we ate our takeaway in the kitchen. Because when if we, if we made a mess, on the our new names carpets. would be mud. Yeah, that's what the carpets. Jessica. Rosie. My favourite board game. What is your favourite board game, Rosie? Monopoly, without a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. People who don't like Monopoly, I, I have, I've recently begun to develop a list of things I hold no, I have no truck with. I have no truck with people who have bad handwriting and are aware of this and won't do anything about it. Boys who refuse to buy winter coats. Uh, people who don't like Monopoly. Deal breakers, all of them. These are deal breakers. You can no longer be my friend. Oh. Because you haven't got a coat on. People who won't... I, I've met people who are like, I don't really, I don't really need a winter coat. I'll just put some jumpers on. Right. You live in Yorkshire. This it's, was, it's minus oh. two. Put a coat on. <clears throat> anyway, I like Cluedo. I think it would be my favourite board game. So you're so wrong. But I don't dislike Monopoly. I really enjoy Monopoly. My only problem with Monopoly is that you always win it. Like, there's no point in us playing it because you're going to but win. That's not true. I've lost before. Well, that time we were in Norfolk uh, when I took to hiding all the money and properties in my suitcase every night because I thought you might tamper with them. <laughs> um, uh, our mum tramps me. That's true. Because she got uh, houses on Park Lane and oh, um, yeah. Mayfair. Were you a gracious loser? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't think I don't sort of petulantly ch- chuck the board. I'm like, oh, this is annoying. I love winning this game, but uh, generally, what happens is Rosie will somehow manage to own houses on lots of roads, but also have all of the money. Yeah, this we're currently in the middle of a game where I didn't own any properties for ages. I only had about four, and everyone else was buying them up. Then uh, I finally managed to get a set. It's the Browns. They're not great, but I had uh, but two so, and a half thousand four hundred and fifty dollars for me to land on. And how, how have I managed to get it with the four properties and also being cash profit? And you've built. You've not so I've now put hotels on them. Yeah, which although actually in this game, and we'll explain in a minute why we're using dollars and not hotels, but uh, apartments and mansions. Yeah. We have we got for Christmas a board game of Walk Like a Manopoly, which is the Jersey Boys themed. Monopoly. Uh, Jersey Boys, of course, being the musical of uh, Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. Yeah. So it's it's actually hilarious. It's very peculiar. Uh, everything's about new, new Joyzy. That was Rosie's amazing Thank accent. you. Like, it was like you're in the room. <laughs> yeah, so we've got that uh, laid out. It's good. Um, it's very fun, actually. You can play with like a, a microphone or a little jukebox or a car or a gun or a... Something else that they're I've themed, yeah, um, and all the uh, all the places are places that the show has been been performed. Yeah, all places around New Jersey. All places around New Jersey. So, like the uh, the train stations and the um, uh, utilities and things like that. But then all the streets are places that it's been on. I think. Yeah, and that's quite entertaining. And all the uh, the chance and community chess cards, or you win some, you lose some, are uh, are themed as well. Yeah. Sherry goes platinum. Sherry goes platinum. Get $100. You're going on American Bandstand. Give us $100 for a new suit. So that's a little catch up on what we've been doing. Yeah. I'm sure I've done more. I can't remember it, but really. it's been a long I've time. watched a lot of films. I've been at work for quite a lot, actually, as to be said, in the last few weeks. I ate so. a lot of 
crisps and biscuits. And we got back to that's work. True, that's true. And we have a section in the middle of our office called the drop zone where people, um, it's like the Berlin airlift. People just come in and right, yes. leave food. And we were saying, oh, it's fine because um, we ate loads week before Christmas. There won't be any food. And people started turning up going, um, we've got loads of unopened packets of kettle chips at home that we don't want. So we brought them in. And somebody brought in uh, candy cane, white chocolate, Hershey's Kisses. Now, Hershey's Kisses are horrible. I hate Hershey's yeah, Kisses. No, no debate there. They're disgusting. They're disgusting. However, the white chocolate candy cane versions are the finest thing <laughs> known to mankind. I... <laughs> had what I will describe as a Smarties make me naughty afternoon on Friday because I ate a lot of them and it was Friday and we all got overexcited. We all got sort of sugary cabin fever. They were really good. Friday we? fever. We right? couldn't stop eating them. My manager couldn't stop eating them either, so that's fine. Good times. Good times. Well, so yeah, that's a little catch up. Uh, we've got a couple of re- re- reviews now. Yes. So um, the last episode, uh, Jessica mentioned that she'd been to see Daddy Long Legs. Daddy Long Legs. And then I went to see it as well. And then I went to see it again. Uh, yeah. So we thought we'd actually do a review. It was Rather grand. than me just going, I really liked it. It was really good. I really liked it. You should go see it. I'm going to go see it again. I assume that is going to really be liked a review. It. Well, basically. I mean, I can't go see it again. And just... it's closed. But if you're wherever they're going next, in wherever you're going. Well, you can listen to all you of know. it on, uh, you can listen to all the songs online. Yes, I really liked it. I thought it was really fun. Uh, it was on at the St. James Theatre. In Victoria. In Victoria. Victoria. G-L-O-R-I-A. And Different song. But... Yeah, I know. Anyway. Uh, yeah, and it was really good, and the cast was really good, and I liked the songs, and it, it looked like it could become too sentimental, but it never did. Yeah. And the staging was really good with the books and the suitcases. And the... Yeah, it was excellent. They had um, uh, a set that was slightly raised at the back, uh, set up like a little kind of office library. Um, and then at the front, it was um, a kind of wide expanse of stage and lots and lots of trunks. And the trunks would be moved around to form different bits of furniture and um, levels. And they were a hill at one point, and they were a bed, and they were like desk and chairs and stuff. Yeah. And they and they also had all of the props in them. Yes. That they would need. Um, so yeah, it was very cleverly staged and very well, like very smoothly done. Uh, yeah, it was really good. And uh, I really like they had projections of the dates of when things were yes, happening. Yes, they did. But they had it in because it's written. The it's, book is about them sending letters. The book is an epistolary. So from, they from only from Jerusha, who is the main character. Yes, he never writes back. That's the point. Yeah. But um, when the dates came up, it was in an appropriate handwriting or typeset. Yeah. In in the book, it's all letters from from the main character called Jerusha or Judy. She changes her name. Um, but in the musical, they've introduced the the secondary character of daddy long legs and he he does he, you do hear what he's thinking they've kind of had to fill in the gaps a bit otherwise he would not have much to do otherwise, yes um so you do get le- and, and she she makes reference to things that she's been sent in the book so they've actually written his letters and yes um so when it appears in it's mostly things that she's written so it's her handwriting and then occasionally it's his handwriting and then sometimes some typed bits yeah and all the projections are done properly and it's quite good because the uh, the date of each letter helps you like work out what's going on and mm-hmm. how, where they've reached because it's her um, college career so it starts off with her as a freshman and yeah. finishes after she's graduated. Yeah. So it's very good. The pacing is... Uh, and I sense. believe um, you can still vote for it in the What's On Stage or You can. Um, we will put a link in the show until notes. Until later this month. So um, if you've seen it, do vote. If, if you, you haven't, haven't seen it, vote do it anyway. Do it anyway. Because um, it's up for a couple of awards and it would be really good if they could win. Yeah. We also have a film review. And we did. We went to the cinema this week. 
On New Year's Eve. On New Year's Eve, yes. As a precursor. As a precursor to our evenings um, lying on the sofa. Yeah. You know. Uh, we went to see Pitch Perfect. Yes. With Anna Kendrick and Brittany Snow and... Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson and Skylar Astin. Um, so it's about a girl who goes off to college. Uh, she wants to be a, a DJ and music producer. Yeah. Um, and she a, a sort of accidentally joins the a cappella group. Yeah, her dad is the um, is a professor at the university, so she's kind of go she gets a free ride, um, and he's obviously very insistent that she needs a university education before she goes off and does something else, mm -hmm. um, and he actually wants her to enjoy herself and make the most of it. So he's kind of keen on her joining some sort of club or society. So she accidentally ends up as a a member of the Barden Bells, um, the Bellas. Sorry. So it's a bit like. If you've seen Glee, it's a bit like a Glee club, except there are no instruments. They do all of the, yeah. uh, the all the harmonies and beatboxing. Um, it's something I'd seen at the Fringe when I first went to the Fringe in two thousand and nine. There were a couple of a cappella groups, um, and there was one main one called Out of the Blue. And now they're quite fair. They're from Acapella is University Acapella is the new improv comedy, in that everyone yes. has one. Just like go away i don't care and they'll be like oh my god we um we don't just do a song we do like a uh, cool reimaginings of like katie perry tracks you're like that's what everyone's doing yeah if, to me my to my mind acapella is synonymous with mashup yeah i realized on the tube yesterday when i was listening to the soundtrack um because um having said that we actually did enjoy the film i did really enjoy it um, um Sometimes it's a little vomit centric. Yes, that my only my only qualm was that there was more projectile vomiting than I care for in a film. I mean, Bizarrely, usually I don't care for any. I I prefer it with none. Yeah. Bizarrely, it was actually quite important plot point at one point. Yeah. Um, um, but it was so ridiculous that um, it was fine. They got away with it. Uh, Rebel Wilson is very funny in it. She's very good. Yes. Uh, she's hosting the Golden Globes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. There was good music. There was a predictable love story. Yep. Um, there were lots of references to movies and John Hughes and The Breakfast Club. Yep. Which is good. Yeah, everyone loves The Breakfast Club. I watched that in an RE lesson just because when we were in year nine, our RE teacher thought that we should have all have seen, actually I think we are in year eight, um, all have seen The Breakfast Club. So that was what we did for two lessons because one lesson was not long enough to watch it. So for two lessons... I've... We watched The Breakfast oh, Club. That'd be amazing if you um, had a lesson at school that was just about, like, Personal development, not in a PSHE, like, don't drink too much, you'll end up in some bin bags. Yeah, it's, uh, it should be like, guys, you have reached 14, so you need to have seen some of the oeuvre of John Hughes, and uh, you really all need to have read Catcher in the Rye, not for a English point, you just need to, that's the teenage book you have to read. I've never read Catcher in the Rye. No, me neither, but no, I'm told I... I should have read it when I was a teenager. Yeah, we've missed our window. Oh, no. So Pitch Perfect, yeah, it was Perfect. quite... Was I really quite enjoyed fun. it, yeah, and I liked the music uh, so much so that I did actually buy the soundtrack. Yeah. Downloaded it onto my iPod. Excellent. So and on I the... have learnt the cup song, which it turns out is just like a thing that people do. Yes, there's I... a bit where she does a rhythm with the cup. Which I th I thought, okay, that's cool, they've worked that out, and it's the, the song that is sung is by Lulu and the Lampshades. I thought, okay, well done Lulu and the Lampshades for working out a little rhythm. A little rhythm. No, that's just like a sort of summer camp rhythm game. I can play it now, so okay, yeah. Don't do it. Oh, that's a mug of tea. That's a mug of tea. I'm <laughs> not going to do it. I'm going to fling that around. I'm drink, drinking tea. On this note, Jessica, what is your song? My song is "You Shook Me All Night Long" by ACDC. Excellent. Intentional rhyme. Oh, I didn't even see. What, I thought you were just having a weird speech thing. So much so that I actually said it from the other way round uh, to the way I wrote it because I realised that it would rhyme. 
We saw it done at the fringe by um Lady Sings, Sings It Better. Better. Yeah. That was really good. Okay, so in lieu of our normal top fives this week, our regularly uh, scheduled. We bring you Rosie and Jessica's Year of Fun. So obviously, uh, it's the start of a new year. Uh, we couldn't do this on New Year's Eve because I hate New Year's Eve. You shouldn't assess anything then. And so uh, we're going to go back and review some of our favourite things from the year. I like raindrops. Okay. And roses. Okay. It rained a lot in the summer, so oh, that's, that's good. Whiskers. I also like whiskers on kittens. Great, I see what you're doing. Um, so we're going to start with films. Films. Jessica, your favourite film of the year? Tangled, I think, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, this should We should say that they don't have to have been released this year. Just something that we've seen this year, or even... For new. It doesn't, yeah, and I, some of them actually not even for new, but something that we've really enjoyed this year. Like, that sums up that thing. Of no, mine year. was all new. Mine's all actually, new. Actually, mine were, mine were all new bar one. Okay. Uh, my favourite film? What was your favourite film? Moonrise Kingdom. That is new. Saw that. Uh, Jessica got it for me for Christmas. I haven't watched it yet, because... I like it too much and I need to do it properly. Right, okay. Okay. In the meantime, we'll just watch Tangled again. Okay. Okay. You broke my smolder. Books. Books. Um, right. Shades of Grey. Not Fifty Shades of Grey. Shades, Shades of, of Grey. By Jasper Ford. Which I would like to point out came out first. Yeah. So that has dibs on the title. Okay. Um, it's about a guy who lives in a world where people only see various sets of colour. Like so some, some people can only see red and some people can only see blue and some people can only see grey and they're like those kind of minions because they have no colour vision. Like dogs? Yeah, basically. Can they look up? No, dogs can't look up. Okay, cool. Uh, so my favourite book, I'm pretty sure I read this year. It's fine, carry on. If not, I've got an alternative, which is Bill Bryson at Home, uh, which is just great. It's, it's a history of basically everything done through the rooms of a house. So this kind of no subject is off topic. Uh, it's great. I finished it and I thought, I want to read it again and I want to commit it to memory. <laughs> Television. Television. New Girl. Yeah. Now, you were trying to work out, oh, is, is New Girl my favourite? Obviously New Girl. Like, I can't imagine why you even thought well, I that. Couldn't, I couldn't remember any, any TV from the entire year. Yeah, you don't have to because you love New Girl. Yeah. What, what did I get you for Christmas? New Girl. My favourite show, I wrote down Sherlock because I panicked. No, 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 no. My favourite show this year was obviously The Great British Bake Off. Mainly for the Janes. Because um, I love baking. I love Scots and the knitwear. <laughs> um, it started off by watching it at the Fringe with my friend Tom, because it started in August, and we would uh, we spent a lovely afternoon having a nap, spooning and watching the bake-off. <laughs> He'd never seen it before, and he doesn't bake, but he loved it. It was Excellent. grand. Actually, on, on a new girl-based note, since he got it for me, I started watching it and remembered exactly how much I loved it, and I loved her outfits. And I, I we had a haircut the other day, and actually got my fringe cut back in. So I, it reminded me that I love that hairstyle. And also, I now, once again, look like the picture on our icon. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, good. So there we go. That's good. Song. Song. Um, this one is the only one that isn't, isn't new this year, but that's that thing you do. And music-wise, I think it kind of sums up this year, because I've listened to that song a lot. Okay, and also that film was actually a close contender for film of the year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my favourite song this year has been "Time to Dance" by The Shoes. Um, Shoes. There have probably been songs I've liked more, but this is a a song I saw when I went to Bug at the BFI. So that's right. Yes. That's topical because this is the year I became a BFI member. Um, 
I'm, I'm not sure if our listeners are aware of that. Okay, um, hush your mouth. Um, so it's the video where, where Jake Gyllenhaal uh, murders loads of hipsters. Loads of hipsters. But it's a really yeah. good song to dance to and I've listened to it a lot and I've run to it and I've danced to it and it's a great song. Okay, uh, theatre? Obviously Daddy Long Legs. No, no question. Like, I've seen uh, quite a fair amount of... I go to the theatre a lot uh, and Rosie was looking through all of her ticket stubs trying to remember what on earth we'd seen this year. So, oh my God, I remember that. Yes, that was really good. We saw that. We saw Crazy For You. We saw Top Hat. We saw all sorts. Mm-hmm. No, it's got to be Daddy Long Legs, hands down. I saw it twice. That never happens. I just loved it. Uh, mine is Twelfth Night, which uh, I saw in October. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't remember it until I saw the, the ticket stub, which yeah. is stupid because it is the best. It's not. It's just one of the best things it's quite I've as well. ever seen in a theatre. And it's not even, you know, it's not a new play, but um, mainly for Mark Rylance. Everyone was like, I'm playing Mark Rylance. And then he was playing Olivia. He it was, oh my, he was unbelievably good. <laughs> it was great. It was grand. Yeah. And also Daddy Long Legs. I was, I was worried because I was like, have I forgotten anything that I saw earlier in the year because it's really recent? I was like, no. It doesn't matter what you no. saw. This is the best thing I've ever seen. Not ever seen. No, it's the best thing I've ever seen. Move on because I've become yeah, rambling. What's happened? Uh, so our next is our favourite event of the year. I wasn't sure how to quantify this. It could have been like a national event. Like, well, nationally. I just love the Olympics. We've had the Olympics. We've had the Jubilee. We've had... All sorts of jazzy things going on. Like 2012 has been a very British year. <laughs> yeah, it was a good strictly. If you're if you're patriotic, good lord, you're never going to see a year like it. If only we could have won something at football. Yeah. Um. So, but we've actually gone for things personally that we've done. Yeah. Uh, your event of the year. My event of the year was uh, going to the House of Lords to get my Queen's Guide Award. Yeah. Pretty big. Still got the Queen in it, I suppose. But yeah. Yeah. Miserable day. Um. But you could look out over the river. It wasn't mm-hmm. that foggy. Mm-hmm. And I had a cold, but I still, it was excellent. And yeah. I went to the House of Lords and, uh, Grand. yeah, good times. My event of the year was probably, uh, Bruno Tonioli falling off his chair on Strictly. Oh, my greyhounds, I'd forgotten. <laughs> right. We need to write this whole list to include how <laughs> much I love the Strictly judges. Um, no, it wasn't. My event, uh, I went to a wedding, which is quite good. Uh, not to do down the wedding, but I'd probably say the fringe. And given I went to the fringe from other people that, um, from the wedding. Yes. Uh, yeah, I've been to, this is my fourth fringe, but as a, a big thing, apart from getting a real job, um, that was also, that true, was also grand. Um, th- it was great. It was a good month. Um, it was fun. And I watched more of The Simpsons in a concentrated amount of time than I've ever done in my life. I'm riding a unicycle with my pants down. <laughs> this is my wildest dream. <laughs> Uh, and then finally, our favourite outfits. Unless you can think of any more categories you want to tack on at the end. Favourite team, Strictly Judges. Yeah, obviously. Um, no, I can't think of it. No. Um, my favourite outfit was the one I wore to my work Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I repeated the dress on Christmas Day. Um, it's like a cream number from River Island. Short skirt, but then big um, kind of balloon sleeves. We like slashes. That come in at the cuffs with sequins. And then they've got slashes down the sleeves. It's like a sort of 70s princess situation. And um, some leopard print shoes. Yeah, very good. I've wanted leopard print shoes for ages. Finally managed to get you some. You can live that dream. Mine, very different end of the uh, spectrum. Yeah. Because because you said outfit, I w- I've got a lovely dress that I also wore to my uh, Christmas party that I yeah. also repeat on Christmas Day. But sometimes I put an outfit and I think, yeah, this is good. So my outfit is... Uh, I have a blue po- blue with white polka dots uh, Winsiette pyjama shirt from Marks and Spencer's. 
Um, don't be fooled by the pyjama bit of this. Rosie will go on to explain that she wears this during the day. I have never worn this... Editor's oh, no, I, note. Uh, yeah. So, I don't wear this as pyjamas. I wear this as a big shirt with a red cardigan on top, skinny jeans, red Dot Martins, big quiff. You're welcome for the Dot Martins, by the way. Yeah, thanks very much. Thank you for having slightly smaller feet than you imagined. Yeah, so I like wearing that. And uh, when I first started at my job, I was doing quite a lot of office wear, like pencil skirts, shirts and things. And then I realised that nobody else, well, it was not that formal an office. And so I remember the first time I wore jeans on a Friday, I was like, oh, Friday jeans. And then uh, I started wearing my Doc Martens on Fridays. And now I just wear that all the time, except I've got guacamole on my uh, jeans. So I can't wear them at the moment. From Oaxaca. From Oaxaca. Well. Um, so that's my outfit of the year. Huge hair. I've, I've been growing out my hair now for uh, about 18 months. Very good. You've, you've got an impressive quiff going on because you can roll for the entire length. Yeah. Of so I can get quite massive hair going on I, that's that was the only thing that was making me consider not getting my fringe cutting again it's like it's it's long enough to roll now and it'll be good my song i was going to start singing your song by elton john no. but um, i've done that joke before and we haven't got time so let's move on uh so for christmas i received uh, robin's album body talk and i prepped play and i got 12 seconds into it and I was really overexcited because I was like, this, oh, I just love this so much already. Um, uh, so that was a great present from my friend Toby. Um, so it is the first song on Robin's Body Talk album. Fembot is my song. Good. Mm-hmm. I love her. Needle and fed. Needle and fed. Jessica, you did a lot of cookie bakey things. I did. Um, I made some truffles. Mm-hmm. Um, from a recipe that I got from my friend Lynn. Mm-hmm. Um, she used to work in a hotel and they would make these for t- like to go with the desserts. Mm-hmm. It's really brilliant because basically you start off with a packet of bourbon biscuits, crush them down, add in some juice or some liqueur and some icing sugar and roll it up and you've got the centre of a truffle. Excellent. Now, obviously that's not the, like the cream truffle route, but it is vegan. Could you um, get the same effect by chewing a bourbon biscuit and then opening a mouth and pouring some booze in? Yes, I think you could. Okay, good, good. Um, but they're, then they're coated in um, in melted chocolate and left to set. Mm. And then I sprinkle some chocolate sprinkles on over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and they for the ingredients, they sound really weird, actually, don't they? But they're really tasty. Yeah. You've had them before. Yeah. Well, I love them anyway. <laughs> um, I also made some cranberry vodka, mm. which is super fun because basically you get 250 grams of cranberries, 175 grams of caster sugar and a litre of vodka. Um, and then you sit and stab all the cranberries with a cocktail stick. I actually used a corn skewer. Okay. So then you get a double a double yep. puncture, and you've got you, it's got a handle on it, so you get better purchase on mm-hmm. the implement. Okay. Uh, stab them all, which takes some time. Stick all the ingredients in a jar uh, and leave it for two weeks, and then drink it. And then you drink it. Now also you get some vodka soaked cranberries, which we're going to do something with. We get, yeah, we're going to do something interesting with. And I made a Yule log. Lovely. Because I can't eat the ones from Marks and Spencers. I think we've discussed this, this before, the fact that you always have one from Marks and Spencers. You have to have a As is obviously the way in tradition. Yeah. It has to be from Marks and Spencers, but I, I don't eat those. I was going to make a gingerbread house. Oh, yeah. But um, I was organising this, helping organise this Christmas party at work. I was like, oh, I've got so much to do and I'm a bit stressed now. Oh, and I was telling my friend, I was like, I'm going to make a, a gingerbread house. And he said, well, obviously the first thing to get out of the list is making a gingerbread house. Why, why would you start doing architectural baking <laughs> when you were already a bit worried about getting things no, done? go for the bake-off style and just do a collapsed barn. Just throw some sugar over it. It's so dreamy. What? Uh, whew. Last last year I had um, gingerbread house on the 
Christmas baking list. Yeah. Um, and what I actually did was I made it at the end of January. Yeah. So that worked quite well. We watched Newsies. We watched Newsies. That was my birthday weekend. Lovely. It wasn't my actual birthday, but it's the weekend I had off for my birthday. And it was genius. Snack of the day. Snack of the day. Um, chocolate dipped in tea. Mental. Um, it does work with coffee. But it's nice as a kind of evening, like, ah, I just got from work. I'm going to have a lovely little treat after my bowl of cereal. And I tend to drink tea at this point, so... Yeah, you've changed your tune. Yeah, I used to have quite strict rules about the fact that... It went on your hold-no-truck list. You can't have tea in the evening. Basically, you can't have tea after dark. That's what the rule is. Except, of course, this doesn't work in winter when it's dark at about two, <laughs> two o'clock in the afternoon. We drink a lot of tea in my office. Yeah. Um, weirdly, I don't drink any tea at work. I think because then I'd have the faff of having to get milk and yeah. I'd have soy milk and no one else would drink it and no no one else really drinks tea. And oh, so you just... don't have like a desk, so... I don't have a desk to sort of sit and drink tea, but, but I do drink green tea and stuff, weirdly. But I just don't have hot drinks at work at all at the moment, really. Yeah, anyway, um, but because I get in from work late in the evening, it's fine because that's my getting in from work cup of tea, so um, it's fine, it's pretend. Okay, that's all right. And I've stopped drinking hot chocolate in the evening because of the, I like I cut back on sugar last year. So, okay, good. Yeah. What have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? What, what have, have we seen, seen this week? week? Oi! Right. This is a slightly Christmassy thing, but no bother. It's one dog. And no, you stay with me. Here. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm one with dog you. dressed up as two dogs, <laughs> carrying a Christmas present. So you may have seen uh, a couple of months ago, there's a picture going around Twitter of a dog dressed as two pirates carrying a treasure chest. Oh my god, I didn't see that. Oh, what? Uh, so this is along the lines of the dog dressed as a builder, the hedgehog dressed as Count Dracula. Uh, there's a hedgehog dressed as Thor. I know. I think this is. I think this is better. Really bold claims. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean the dog dressed as a builder is hilarious. <laughs> it's wearing shoes. But I, th- I think the f- it's it's clearly it's dressed up in human clothes. It's disguised as yeah, it's a human. Not, it's not whereas a dog. the dog is making use of the fact that it's already got the front end of a dog. <laughs> like that is an undeniable fact. Dogs have the front end of a dog. <laughs> it's so funny. I laugh for quite some time, and I'm not necessarily a fan of hilarious animals animals on the internet um, because that like as, well everyone knows the internet is made of cats. But I've I can only put up with that for so long. But this I've just... become a cute animal person. This takes a biscuit. It was unexpected. So there's a Twitter account called at Emergency Puppy. And every day they tweet cute puppies. And they do one and they don't follow anyone. So it's really it's just there's a picture every day. Um and they're really cute. And then there's also uh yeah, we do a lot of that. There's a thing called Calming Manatee. You go on calmingmanatee.com and a picture of a manatee comes up with like meme speak and it's like hey girl, you got this. And then you refresh it and there's a different picture of a manatee being like, stay here while I stroke your hair and it's touching a manatee. It's like, it's really funny. <laughs> Manatees are very calming to look yeah. at. I, I did enjoy the um, the pictures of all the animals that were disappointed in you. That's, yeah. That was funny. But no, this this one is is the winner, I think. Okay, good. A bold statement, but I'm willing to stick with it. Um, the only other thing I, I think we've seen this week is to go along with Pitch Perfect. Go on YouTube and just uh, put in cups. And it will come up with all the options of watching people play the cup game, which is also when I'm gone by Lulu in the Lampshades. From Pitch Perfect. From Pitch Perfect. And that's by Lulu in the Lampshades and Anna Kendrick does it as well. Yes. Rosie doesn't care, but I enjoy it, so you know, you might too. You've talked a lot about cups. Cups, 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 cups.
Ooh. Not the game cups invented by um, Chandler <laughs> in an episode of Friends. No, there's also from the Lord of the Rings. One of my favourite things that not Take. many people yet uh, know. Well, so obviously, a lot of people have watched them. The extended editions of Lord of the Rings have uh, cast commentary. But the cast is so big that they divide it up. And whenever the hobbits, they have the four hobbits together. The hobbitses. And they just clearly uh, went a bit crazy. And they talk about these games they invented. So, like, Elijah Wood left the room. And they claimed to have invented a game called Tig. So you come back and they were just going, like, Tig, Tig, Tig Tog. And it would go back. And there were no rules. They were just making weird so noises. It was, a, um, it was like morning present situation. And so people would try and join in and join in this game that had no rules. And be like, sorry, you can't do that. And be like, oh, what? Uh, and there was also a game called Cups, which is, you get given a paper cup, and it's how long you can hold the cup for without putting it down. <laughs> excellent, excellent times. Uh, yeah, that's the end of uh, the first episode of 2013. We've been that's doing this exciting. nearly a year. I know. Uh, Next um, episode will be our 20th episode. Yeah, uh, we will see you in a fortnight. Bye. Bye. To find out more and to look at our show notes, you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at say hello to rosieandjessica at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter, The Day of Fun Show. You can listen to our shows on Mixcloud or you can download us from iTunes. See you soon!